The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, there's a new season that's coming. Coronavirus has brought that. Uh, whether it's the health issues that you might have been uh, uh, exposed to or certainly the economic issues uh, which are leading us to a point where things are going to get tougher before they get better. But it means there is a new season. And a new season means new initiatives. And the COVID-19 pandemic seems to have fired up the strategists at Youth With A Mission here in Australia. They've got a plan for a what I'm calling a revolutionary approach to mission and church planting here in Australia. YWAM is renowned for their great outreach work, both here at home in Australia and around the world, and for their discipleship training schools. Now, here's what they're working towards to maximise outreach impact here in Australia. They've crunched the numbers and discovered that 20 million Australians live between Melbourne and Brisbane. And they've identified a coastal circuit that can cover 80% of our entire population. They believe that 12 strategically placed mission houses in 12 communities can supercharge outreach and church planting opportunities. Well, we're going to get into a discussion and I want to invite you to join into it. We'll open our talkback lines very shortly, but let's welcome special guest today, David Niebling, who has led YWAM in Brisbane for more than 20 years. David, welcome along. Hi, Neil. Thanks for the time to chat today. Hey, David, it is so refreshing to hear of such and what appears to be an achievable strategy that really has this potential to supercharge mission outreach here in Australia. Uh, I imagine there's people in YWAM who are pretty excited about that whenever you share that as well. Yeah, look, I'm really excited. Look, I think from YWAM Brisbane, we've had a strong heart for rural communities for a long, long time. And uh, we uh, engaged with 50 rural towns in the last 12 months in terms of mission looking at a radius from Rockhampton right out to Charleville and then down to Port Macquarie, just trying to get the gospel out into Australia. And that's been something we've had on our heart for a long, long time. But we are really excited about engaging with this huge circuit. Um, it's a bigger vision, but really the influences of the mind molders of education and government and not that we don't care about those towns out in the West and, and uh, you know, abroad, but... Uh, they experience the impact of the decisions that are made by people, godly and ungodly, in this circuit. And so we might not be able to reach the whole, you know, people right across the nation, but by focusing on this influential circuit, not only 80% of the population, but 
is a lot of influence coming from it. Let's unpack what you mean by a circuit here, because a lot of listeners uh, right around that region that you're uh, that you're talking about here between Brisbane and Melbourne. Uh, what sort of circuit are we talking about here? It's like when I said a coastal circuit, like down the coast and up through the inland, uh, are we talking about a circle type circuit here? How do you describe it? Uh, it it's a big circuit, <laughs> uh, but it depends. On, it depends on who you are and how much you drive and how many how long you look at a map of Australia. You know. Uh, some people would be overwhelmed by the size of this circuit. But when you've done the drive between Melbourne and Brisbane, uh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, it's so beautiful to get out in those country towns. And, and it's just so good to do. And, of course, being pent up with COVID virus at the moment, we really need to get out. And so I guess I'm thinking if you go out from Brisbane, sunny coast, out towards Toowoomba, down Gundawindi, down the Newell Highway, down to a bypass at, um, at Chuka, then out through Ballarat and Bendigo, down to Melbourne, Geelong, then follow the coastal road back up to Brisbane again. <laughs> That's a big circuit, but it's exciting, and there's a lot of people that need to know the gospel. And I think with energy, you know, I will always say that energy is like a spiritual gift. I'm, I don't want to offend anybody. It's not, but it's, it's so valuable, and energy is important, and encouragement is important. So... You know, moving uh, and getting out, if we can find a strategy to engage in that circuit uh, and keep missionaries, evangelists, uh, worship leaders, intercessors moving up and down that circuit, uh, then that's exciting. That's what I see, yeah. David, you might be standing in the breeze a little bit at the moment. I'll just uh, let you know that uh, I think you hear a bit of breeze on your phone, but uh, you might be able to move to somewhere there's not that breeze. Hey, when we talk about the current bases for YWAM, and they're not all, as we're saying, within that sort of uh, window between Brisbane and Melbourne, you've got some up in North Queensland and the Sundays and in Townsville and and uh, of course, there's bases in the west of the nation as well, and uh, down to Tasmania. You're not leaving them out, but what you've identified is that you've got this 80% of the population. So, whereabouts are your current bases uh, between Brisbane and Melbourne? Give us some insight here, so people can get a, a an idea of the geography. All right, now you're going to get me in trouble if I don't if I leave someone out. But uh, we've got a Warren Centre in Adelaide, one in Melbourne. Uh, Canberra, uh, Wollongong, a uh, couple in Sydney. Uh, we have um, one in Tasmania. Let's go back down there again and then bounce back up to Newcastle, uh, Coffs Harbour, uh, then Byron Bay, Gold Coast, Toowoomba, Sunshine Coast, Brisbane, Townsville, Early Beach. Uh, and then right over to Perth. So I probably have left someone out, but uh, that's a good good mix there. So right around the nation, but the largest concentration of Y1 bases will be between Sunny Coast and down to Melbourne and Adelaide, yeah. Uh, let me just say, if you did leave anyone out, uh, welcome to call through and be part of our conversation today. You get an extra special plug if David has left <laughs> you out here. Now, when we talk about the bases that are there currently, Obviously, when you talk about a mission house, uh, you're talking something bigger than the bases that are currently there. Some of the bases are actually quite substantial. 
but others are uh, not quite so substantial. Uh, you, you're, you know, you're talking about accommodation options and all sorts of things in, in here. What would the ideal mission house look like that could be a part of this circuit? Okay, so I, I'm not talking about setting up more YWAM centres. Uh, I'm actually wanting to set up a house that um, maybe a, someone in a local town, um, I, I'm thinking these houses ideally would be 200 kilometres apart, all down the Newell Highway, up the New England Highway, some up the Coastal Highway, uh, strategically placed, but where someone locally has the key, we have a connection point where we call that person, a team can show up, and just a house, it's got a few mattresses, maybe 12 mattresses on the floor, something like that, and just a, a basic kitchen, so that a, any team, a, a church team, a YWAM team, an overseas mission team, a group of evangelists or builders can just show up, make connection uh, with the local contact, get the key going, get organised and, and be ready to serve in any way that the local community or that region um, has need for. Wow. Okay. You've won a lot of fans with this idea right now. Where you'll lose people may be in the idea of you show up at the house and there's 12 mattresses on the floor and everybody just gets to bunk in. Now, <laughs> now I know YWAM well enough to know that you guys don't do things necessarily in an extravagant type of a way, but, uh, but the idea of having a house that would be able to accommodate a team from a church that could come from anywhere in Australia to be a part of church planting, to be a part of even, uh, you know, your discipleship training uh, programs. Uh, this sort of thing is is a powerful initiative. Now, if you say those houses would be 200 kilometres apart, these are not YWAM bases, as you say. You're not trying to set up any new YWAM bases, but you would like to have the facility to be able to supercharge the opportunity for churches to utilise those houses for their church planting activities. So, uh, so I mean, have I got it right there? Absolutely, yeah. Not interested in setting up YWAM uh, ministries. Really, I'm um, just trying to find a practical way to make movement of ministry easier. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the difficulty I find. There's so many people in churches or organizations that have a heart, but they don't have a contact, they don't have a place to stay, that are going to spend a lot of money on a motel in a town. Everything becomes comfortable. And of course, if that's their preference, some people need to be in a motel, some people need uh, you know, more substance to their, uh, their travel, and that's completely fine. But I, I would say for quick freedom of movement, and that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing swarming, continual movement of ministry throughout a nation. We've got to get people out there. We've got to get people on the move. Something about walking and going that gets you and your spirit focused. Uh, when we sit, uh, you know, the Bible talks about when Jesus sat, it was a statement that it's finished. Well, it's not finished. Jesus' job is finished, but ours is not. So there's something about moving that uh, is important. So to facilitate that movement, having a simple, low-maintenance, easy-access uh, you know, environment, uh, and look, it's probably more suited to young people than, than older, and that's okay. But I just want to see as many people as possible. I don't want to control anything. Yes, there's going to be problems, and some people are probably thinking about all sorts of problems with this strategy. Well, we, we in this new time have got to find a way to do things better 
but also adapt at the same time. It's not just adapt and not do things well, and it's not do things well without adaptability. It's both. Uh, and so there's going to have to be risk taken to reach our nation. And we've got to get out of our cities and get moving. And it's easy for someone from Melbourne to drive up to Shepparton to minister or out to Ballarat for a weekend. It's just, you know, there's so much possibility. But if you make it cumbersome with lots of comfort, <laughs> uh, you know, people stay in those comfortable houses and sit on the internet and not do anything. So let's make them just a little bit uncomfortable so they get out and do something. Visions 2020 with Neil Johnson, a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Hey, we're taking some time to talk to YWAM, Youth with a Mission, who've got a great strategy. And in some sense today, I can see this as a like a vision casting exercise. And some people are a part of local churches will recognise that unless you talk about great grand initiatives, no one will know about them and no one will be able to respond. But uh, David Niebling is our guest. He's led YWAM in Brisbane for the past 20 years and YWAM have been crunching the numbers and they've discovered that 80% of the population of Australia live between Brisbane and Melbourne and if there were a series of mission houses that were distanced 200 kilometres apart, you could supercharge the opportunity for evangelism and church planting in those vicinities. And of course, it could be utilised by any local church that was wanting to plant a church or support the mission activity that was happening in that 20 million odd Australians who live between Brisbane and Melbourne. Uh, David, let's come back to the houses because... Do you have to own the house or could you have a house that was sponsored by someone as a rented property? How would you envisage having all of these houses between Brisbane and Melbourne as as these mission house bases? Well, this is where uh, you take an idea and you have to make it practical. And to be able to sustain something, it's got to be able to sustain itself and... uh, you go through a process of um, thinking through all of the challenges and the, the obstacles. And so if we were to look at the average price of a decent-sized house in a, in a rural community, at, you know, let's say $350 a week, uh, look, if we were going to pay for that, and if there was a group of financi- financial people that believed in this vision so much, uh, we would need about $200,000 a year to sustain that. Now, I would expect that, uh, a lot of those people that were going out to those towns, we'd love to them, them to make a donation. You know, YWAM never takes up offerings. We always raise our own money and we give our mission for free. We just go and we pay where we stay as well. Now, there's some local communities that are so generous and bless us back. But, you know, you'd love to think that uh, we can uh, contribute as well as we go. But that's only going to be a small amount of return to sustain a full rental situation. There may be some towns that we do need to pay a full rent for. However, there may be some church mansions somewhere and there may be some pastors there that are just really excited about this and, and would see the, the benefit of having young people and energy and encouragement flow more regularly into their town. And they might say, listen, we will contribute our church mansions for free or for a very low price. And of course, then that becomes a lot more sustainable 
Uh, I think, you know, uh, people doing those mission trips, contributing, uh, you know, $10 a night or 15 whatever they might, that's just not going to pay the rent on every house. There may be people that own a house in a town and would say, my goodness, you know, I, I would like to contribute this to part of this strategy. Now, of course, there's going to be some risk. And so those people would have to understand that uh, if it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful house, we have to work with that situation and it might be a risk not worth taking. But uh, I think there's a few details we need to work through. But, you know, someone might, someone might have a house or someone might, um, you know, have a, a structure or something that they are willing to give. Uh, I, I don't know. So I think the beauty of me saying it's not about YWAM, you're not giving it to YWAM. It's, it's about the vision of reaching our nation. Uh, and so if that's a worthy contribution, that would be amazing. I've had one person, I spoke to a, an amazing woman from Parks, uh, and I told her about a group of people in Parks that have a building that have already made available to us. It's an incredible facility in Parks. And I told this lady who was from Parks about it, and she was excited because that was her hometown. And she said, you know what, I'm going to give you $20,000. So I already have someone who said, I'm giving you $20,000 towards this project. And so uh, that was such a thrill. Uh, and so it's, I, I think the scripture that I've been looking at is the loaves of fishes. Uh, we come with our, um, you know, seven fish and three loaves. Or, I'm sorry, the theologians, I might probably got that messed up. We come with what we've got. Uh, and so others will contribute in different ways. And uh, at the end of the day, we'll have 12 houses. Uh, and abundant ministry happening. Wow. Okay, and for those who are not so familiar, when a local church in a community has a church building, oftentimes there'll be a house that goes along with that. It's called a manse, and oftentimes the pastor of the church lives in the manse. But there are also lots of times where the pastor of the church doesn't need to live in the manse and therefore a church property may well have a house that's attached that they either rent to someone in the community or is used for some mission purpose attached to the local church. Now, if there are church manses that you're familiar with that may well be vacant or that churches may well want to use for a mission purpose, Wow, this is a great opportunity to be able to use the facility that you have in your local church that could potentially become one of these 12 mission houses that YWAM is talking about. Uh, it's not only, uh, of course, church houses, but there's lots of people listening to our conversation today Well, may well have uh, a, a, a house on a property that they own, or there may even be some very generous benefactors who want to actually get into the opportunity here and, and actually make a house available even rent free now I'm not preempting anything here except to say that there are very generous people who listen to these conversations and when they hear of a great idea they may well respond you are looking for people to respond and you'd like to hear from them today David I mean how how soon would you like to have this whole process up and running well we were so excited to be given the freedom from our premier to get out into our state that was amazing obviously borders are still closed and so uh you know things are a little bit restricted but i already have teams out uh four teams out into rural queensland towns doing very careful ministry because you know uh consideration but 
um, so we're already out in our country town, so I can certainly get out and communicate with some pastors in certain towns already. And I, I already started that process before the COVID uh, happened. But um, I think part of the key is to hear from pastors in towns that would like something in their area. So, for example, uh, I've already been in touch with a Salvation Army pastor in Moree that has expressed great interest. Um, and so I have a few expressions of interest. I'd love to get out. And as soon as the New South-Queensland border is open, I'm going to be heading down and just out meeting with ministers, which I think is really uh, a good place to start, just to go and meet with those ministers, share the vision, for them to hear my heart. And so if any ministers want to invite me, I would really love to get out there as soon as the borders are open. But certainly, as you said, the internet and telephone are open now, and so I'd love anybody to talk, whether they want to give, whether they want to invite me out, whether they're interested in sending teams, whether they're interested in praying. Um, I'm open to any kind of resource at all, and so that would be fantastic. And, you know, the website to be in touch with David is ywambrisbane.com. And uh, YWAM uh, bases around Australia, they all do function autonomously. So go to YWAM Brisbane and you'll be able to connect with David. Hey, a few minutes out from news, let me come back to the poll question that I've been asking our listeners to respond to today on our Facebook page. Are ordinary Aussie Christians ready for a revolutionary outreach evangelism plan? And I can tell you the early polling had 63% saying yes and 37% saying no. But I want to just let you know that those numbers have have uh, come closer together. 50% now saying yes, 50% saying no. Now that's an interesting response from our listeners. Half of our listeners today, David, are saying Ordinary Aussies are not ready for a revolutionary outreach evangelism plan. What are your thoughts uh, for what people might be thinking about that poll? Well, uh, whenever you do polls, there's a lot of things that you need to consider. And so people might be thinking in context of right now with the COVID situation, and I would agree. Uh, We have to be very careful. Uh, I am looking beyond COVID. So if that bit of information changes people's perspective, then, then that's fantastic. But uh, at the end of the day, I feel very inspired about this, and I, I think I am a missionary, and so that's part of my job, uh, to reach nations, and uh, I've been focusing overseas for a long, long, long time, always with incredible burden for my nation. So I think, you know, my conviction is we need to go and we need to get out. I wonder whether those statistics are indicating people who are worried about uh, all sorts of things. If you do evangelism, who is going to disciple them? Uh, I, you know, there's so many cautiousness uh, issues that uh, sometimes you, you just can't work out everything. Uh, yes, young people can make mistakes. Yes, houses can get damaged. Uh, you know, if anybody is concerned, uh, my approach is that everybody that goes to a house would actually make contact with lo- local ministers and be very... Uh, accountable and connect to those local ministers. So it's not like we want to go into towns, if that's a concern, that we go into towns and uh, be unaccountable. It's, the only thing is to not bother the pastor with having to, you know, him running around after you. 
So if you look after yourself, then you're available to serve him or her uh, with their needs. Look, I, I think, Neil, I don't know what people's concerns out there would be. Um, maybe people are referring to apathy uh, when they answer that question and are saying that they don't think people would want to do that. Uh, my job is to inspire people beyond apathy and to say, we really need to reach Australia. Hey, David Niebling, who's been leading YWAM in Brisbane for more than 20 years. David, let me ask you about uh, some discipleship training schools because this is another dimension that YWAM is renowned for. And uh, I imagine that uh, some of those international visitors that you have participating won't be here right now. Uh, Has there been a bit of a hit with uh, international students and uh, international connections for uh, your discipleship training schools? Yeah, certainly COVID is affecting everybody at different uh, different durations. And so um, probably a lot of our youth with the mission centres are going to be more affected by that loss of international missionaries uh, in the second half of the year. So uh, a lot of our, you know, some people say that uh, Aussies are doing missions and they're going overseas to do missions where missionaries are supposed to go. And I think there are some, but our experience is that sometimes between 95 to 98% of all of our missionaries in YWAM Australia are internationals. We have been blessed thoroughly by Americans, Can- Canadians, Scandinavians, Europeans, uh, Filipinos who have come to our nation for probably the last 20 years and invest and, and just poured out their money and their love into our rural communities right across our nation. So whether uh, people realise it or not, the nations have been coming to Australia as a mission field. We see ourselves as a mission-sending nation, but uh, look, there are some... And Aussies make amazing missionaries. There's just not enough of them going out. But uh, we will not have that international mission um, army coming into our nation anymore. Uh, But I am excited about seeing young Aussies get out to have the experience that probably me as a 50-year-old and and even up to 70-year-old, a lot of us, our faith was developed and strengthened and solidified when we got out in the streets and we actually went on mission trips and shared the gospel and served people and fought for what we believed. And so I think we need to send our young Aussies intermission in Australia. Uh, while the borders are closed, let's mobilise Aussies who might be sitting at home, their jobs are, uh, you know, uh, they haven't got a job, maybe their education, this thing, they're sitting on Centrelink at home, maybe driving their parents crazy, bored playing computer games, or come and do a DTS and get Centrelink and get government Oz study to do a DTS and to do mission. So that's probably my perspective at the moment. Well, what a great perspective that is. And no doubt there'll be those listening to us today who are thinking, I could do that. How long does it take? What sort of commitment is involved in doing a discipleship training school? Give us a little insight here because uh, while we'll get back to our our idea on these mission houses in just a few moments, uh, people who are going through discipleship training schools are going to be utilising those mission houses and going into communities between Brisbane Absolutely. and Melbourne. So uh, so uh, what sort of commitment does it take for a young person listening to our conversation today to do one of these discipleship training schools, David? Yeah, well, there's a number of our centres that I've just listed earlier in the program, and you can uh, discover where those YOM centres are if you go online. Uh, not all of them will have the ability to run a DTS at the moment with the COVID 
situation. And obviously losing all of our international students, uh, you know, some DTSs haven't had an Australian come and do a DTS for a long time. So uh, there's only a few YWAM centres that will have the ability to run the DTSs in the second half of the year. YWAM Brisbane is one of them. And so uh, August and October, uh, we have our uh, two, uh, three options for DTSs. Uh, they typically uh, look at three months of lectures where you live in a community situation uh, with a group of other people and you, you learn about the fear of God, you know, the father heart of God. You learn about missions, you learn about evangelism, you learn about holiness. And so it's an incredible, in, a powerful incubator of supercharging your, your walk with God, giving you founda- incredible foundations in your faith and relationship with God for the rest of your life. But after that three-month time, you go on a three-month mission trip. Uh, and as I said, that mission trip will be in Australia. The wonderful thing about uh, Australia with Study is that uh, a lot of the lecture phase living cost of a DTS would be covered for most people by the Australian government because we are an RTO, we are accredited courses, and so it's really just the outreach phase, the, uh, the ground fees and the, the fuel costs that we would need an outreach budget for, but to come and do that experience with a lot of amazing godly people rather than sitting in your bedroom bored uh, or frustrated uh, makes so much more sense to me. Well, and what I know about YWAM is uh, people that do these discipleship training schools, uh, they're pretty intensive. So uh, you don't uh, just sort of let people roll in any old time. There's a, there's a real expectation that young people are going, it's like a boot camp where you, uh, you have some really intensive training and, and then, you're, then you're unleashing uh, the, the potential of those students in your discipleship training schools. Uh, give us a little idea about the intensity here because you really want to impart into young people here, David, something that's going to stay with them for their whole life. Uh, how intensive is it all? Look, we know from the Bible and, and from our own experiences that as soon as someone receives the Lord, they can share the gospel. And sometimes they're more passionate about it, you know, the day after they accept the Lord. So, you know, to, to be too fearful and down on young people and say that they need to jump through lots of hoops before they are ready to share the gospel is just doesn't make sense. Uh, now, we do need to minimize risk. And that's what our discipleship training school does. Uh, we, we, it's called a discipleship training school, but really it should be called a mission school because we are about mission. We're a mission organization. So what we're doing is saying to young believers, wherever you are, whether you've been a believer for a week or for 10 years, uh, come and have this incredible, it's like a greenhouse time of intense growth where living in a community and practicing uh, what God is saying to you through the day, throughout in your dormitory is... It, it makes you grow so much faster as you choose to act on what you're learning in. So the, the community is the key. Uh, we, I like to say that the community is like Samson's hair for YWAM because there's a lot of churches that teach amazing stuff. But uh, when you teach that, uh, those principles inside an incubator like a living community, people grow so much faster. So... We want to get people in mission. We run the Discipleship Training School just to prepare them uh, with tools, with clarity, to make sure they've got a servant heart, make sure they're not going to be doing inappropriate things. We have a whole lot of processes. They are not growing in their relationship with God only. We are teaching them to be servant-hearted, to be holy, to be respectful, 
And so we are able to minimize the risk for when we send them out to do mission. Fabulous stuff. A discipleship training school like a discipleship mission greenhouse. Hey, we're taking calls on 1-800-316-316. Some calls on the line waiting patiently. Jason is in Victoria. Jason, welcome along. Good morning, David, and also Neil. How are you? Very well. What are your thoughts, Jason? You've inspired me to want to do mission work in communities because I have been a Christian for almost 12, 12 years. It will be this October. Fantastic. Congratulations. Well done, Jason. And uh, so the inspiration that we're talking about today uh, is something for you important. It is because I want to, I've already been reaching out to many people through the COVID-19. I'd like to further what I'm doing. Well done, Jason. Hey, Jason, thank you so much for your call. 1-800-316-316. If you'd like to join in our conversation, let's take another call. Jenny is on the line from Dunkeld in Victoria. Hi, Jenny. Welcome. Hello, Neil. How are you? Very well, Jenny. What are your thoughts for our conversation? Oh, well, I, I'm a <laughs> I've got the heart of why we're beating in my chest. Wow. <laughs> uh, we've had, um, both our children have done YWAM and one who's just uh, uh, turning over her um, 15th year. She's up with YWAM Townsville and um, and her husband as well. And uh, we did a DTS in Perth back in um, 2000. Oh, it was, we were 49 anyway. <laughs> I can't remember the year 2008, I think. Well, wow. and, um and then we staffed at ETS uh, back in 2015, so we were sort of middle to late 50s by then. And, um, you know, we handled all the... <laughs> you know, we didn't expect luxury and we um, and we didn't get it, uh, but we handled it really well. You know, God just gave us the grace, I think, to, to be able to do it. So I just encourage all the um, older people out there and truly it, all the, um, the topics that you were talking about before, David, just... Um, just brings it all back again, you know, hearing the voice of God and the Father heart of God and oh, evangelism. It just was such a, a wonderful, wonderful time, um, you know, with our own DDS and then encouraging other people in it and just seeing people grow and and then, you know, a few of them we've kept in touch with and um, just continuing to grow and it's, it's just the most wonderful, wonderful organisation. I just can't speak highly enough of them, yeah. Fabulous, Jenny. What are your thoughts for Jenny, David? Oh, look, I'm just so thrilled to hear. I mean, that's a hard. And, you know, obviously we want to send people out into frontier missions and to do mission, but going back into your workplace in your local town or city and continuing to live this out and be missional around you is really inspiring for me because most people are going to be doing that. And we are all missionaries. We are all are expected to share, blessed, we're blessed to be a blessing. And Jenny is doing that, and I'm really encouraged to hear from you today, Jenny. Jenny, thank you so much for your call. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. Hey, time is running out. Let's come back to what we've been talking about, these mission houses, a vision to have mission houses spaced between Brisbane and Melbourne every 200 kilometres. And uh, as Jenny said, uh, you know, we didn't expect luxury and we didn't get it. So uh, that's the sort of thing we're talking about here. But you would like to set up some mission houses so that church groups 
and YWAM teams and anyone who's interested in the idea of planting churches in those communities where 20 million Australians live between Brisbane and Melbourne. This is the sort of thing we're talking about here and the need for houses. You've already got people who are coming in and uh, they're serious about how they'd like to be supportive of how this can happen. Uh, David, let's come back to what you might be hoping that listeners might be hearing as, as they hear the heartbeat of YWAM today about getting behind a project like this and helping to make it happen. Are there any particular communities that you'd like to specifically see these particular houses set up in? That's an interesting question. Obviously, I have looked at maps and and targeted certain towns that I think it would be great to go to. Uh, But look, I'm very open. And at the end of the day, um, it's about the welcome from the town and the community. So if the community are there, you not only have outsiders coming in, but they're being received and invited in. And I think that going back to the the statistics we heard a little bit earlier, uh, you know, there's probably a few things that people might be cautious about. You know, I'm not just talking about going into doing radical offensive evangelism. I'm talking about respectful relational connection, whether it's painting someone's house, whether it's, you know, just giving them a a cake, you know, waiting on the Lord and giving them a Bible. Um, You know, I, I think the key is that if we go to a community that receives us and the, the local churches and pastors are welcoming, then that makes that process so much more relational and natural rather than us just walking into a community that we have designated that we're going to go to. Uh, you know, uh, when someone is receiving someone, uh, it's so much more of a powerful connection. Taking so calls. I guess my yep. answer is I'd love to... I'd love to hear from those that are interested more so. Yep, and uh, we'll give the website in just a few moments uh, where listeners can be in connection with you. Let's take a call. Sue is in Esperance in WA. Hi, Sue. And Good morning, Necessity Neil. <laughs> Lovely to hear from you, Sue. What are your thoughts around our conversation today? Uh, well, um, Warren and I are both um, <clears throat> YWAMers, and we, we, we did our, our training um, in Newcastle, uh, but the thing I want to say is that you're once a, a Wawamer, you are your heart is just on fire always. Well. <laughs> so um, <laughs> at our we live in Esperance, which is uh, 700 kilometres away from Perth, but still we have Wawam teams staying with us, and it literally is uh, carpet to carpet. I mean, wall to wall. Uh, bed and stuff but we've just it gives us so much pleasure and so much joy to have such passionate people staying with us and we also do a relief for uh, the YWAM staff as well so we're, we're sort of like a a home away from home. <laughs> wow. Once a YWAM are always going to be passionate about missions. And uh, oftentimes, as you say, David, uh, we think about missions overseas. Well, right now with COVID-19 and the economic restrictions on us, uh, missions focus turns to Australia. What a great time to be talking about how 
not only those people who have been part of YWAM in the past who might be able to help to facilitate these mission houses we're talking about, but uh, introducing these concepts to people who've not been YWAMers before. And some people might never have even heard of Youth with a Mission until today, but they might be passionate about this and how they could be part of a revolutionary way of thinking about mission. Uh, what are your thoughts anyway for uh, for Sue? It's uh, obviously great to hear Sue and her reflection. Great, Sue, you know, and uh, great to hear from you right over there. And the Perth guys are an amazing uh, YWAM centre and they do so much mission as well out, you know, up north yeah. and, and all around Western Australia. And so thank you for hosting them and, and loving them and facilitating, as I said earlier, you receiving them and facilitating their ability to be a blessing. Uh, and look, you maybe realise there's probably YWAMers in towns all over the nation. Uh, I think about 4 million people have done DTS now around the world. It's amazing how many are out there of all sorts of ages. And if you are listening, if you feel to go and have a chat with your pastor or to, you know, invite me to come out, uh, there may be a groundswell of people that you know of that might be interested in this. So please, uh, you know, invite me. Sue from well, Esperance? Maybe not to Perth. Perth's a little bit harder for me to come, so call those guys. No. But uh, we're no. focused. Sorry to offend you, we're focusing on the east. <laughs> and I think it's a pretty substantial YWAM base in Perth, isn't it? So, uh, yes, yes it so for those in the west, uh, connect with Perth YWAM base. Hey, thank you so much to Sue in Esperance in WA for your call. Hey, time is running out. This idea of mission houses. Uh, you'd like to hear from people and I imagine that you know you want to speak to people while they're hearing this conversation uh, might be interested to know some more about how this whole plan might unfold uh, people will go to your website I mentioned you're at the YWAM base in Brisbane David so YWAM Y-W-A-M Brisbane.com and so uh, and so it's not only people though that can be helpful with the idea of getting the mission houses established, but you'd also like to hear from people who'd like to be a part of the discipleship training schools. And as you say, you can get Oz Study to do those courses, and there'll be a lot of young people potentially who are right now able to do a, a YWAM DTS. They might never have thought of it before. But what are you? What are your thoughts for those those young people in particular who might be listening? Uh, not looking for luxury, but looking to serve God in a significant way. What would you like to hear from young people about these discipleship training schools? I grew up in Melbourne, and, uh, you know, there's something lovely about the routine and the safety of suburbia in a beautiful city like Melbourne. But uh, there's something about getting out of your comfort zones that sometimes keep you stunted in your growth process, I think getting out, doing something radical, meeting people from, uh, we're hoping we can still get some internationals, but meeting internationals or other Australians living in, in this incubator, hothouse kind of uh, environment, it will really impact your life. And so I just encourage you, uh, yes, it's comfortable to be at home with mum and dad or, or wherever, whatever you're doing, but uh, this is a powerful experience that changed my life. Uh, it was so powerful for me and launched me into a new dimension of faith, understanding of the kingdom of God, and with a passion to reach the lost and to tell others about Jesus. And so I think, uh, you know, for you, if you're at home and you really uh, are stalled and maybe until 2021 when things start up again, 
come and do a DTS in Wyoming, Brisbane. There are a, a couple of other Wyoming bases that will be running them in the second half of the year, but we run them in Brisbane in August and also in October. Uh, get online our website or go to info at ywembrisbane.com and we can chat with you and give you some more information. Okay, those DTSs, Discipleship Training Schools, August and October, they are going to be functioning in Brisbane. Uh, some of the other bases, it all depends on the whole issue around COVID-19, social distancing, and uh, don't be surprised if they're opening up those opportunities as soon as they're able. Hey, just to come back to this Facebook poll that we've been running today, I want to give you the figures as they are standing right now. We asked the question, are ordinary Aussie Christians ready for a revolutionary outreach evangelism plan? And the listeners around Australia have responded, 48% are saying, yes, we're ready. And uh, But there's 52% who have said, no, we're not ready. And no doubt there's the challenge there to get ready for what can happen in a huge way. We've been talking about mission houses. The idea that 80% of Australia's population between Brisbane and Melbourne and the idea of a circuit so that there would be mission houses 200 kilometres apart between Brisbane and Melbourne. And YWAM wants to set up a mission house near you. Listening into our conversation today, uh, they don't need to own the house. Obviously, there are some logistical issues around how the usefulness of that house can be exploited, but they're looking for those sorts of mission house opportunities where a team can show up and help to supercharge the evangelism in your town, in your community, in your city. They're not talking extravagance. In fact, David Niebling says, 12 mattresses on the floor, and we'll have a team there, and they're not expecting luxury, but they want to be able to come and be a blessing in your community. David suggested that even there might be some disused or not utilised to full capacity church manses that could be used. Well, if you can help YWAM, they're on the expansion curve right now and they would love to hear from you. Let me give that YWAM website to be in touch with David Niebling today. YWAMBrisbane.com YWAM, Y-W-A-M, stands for Youth With A Mission. YWAMBrisbane.com uh, David Niebling, just great getting your insights. Thanks so much for uh, taking initiatives here and, and being bold enough to be able to speak out a plan that I think lots of people will be excited about. David, thanks for being with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.